2: Listen to that gas, listen to that gas. That didn't work. It was like, I was trying to do Call Me By Your Name because Lil Nas X was on SNL and honey, she set fire to all the rain, the hail, the snow, the precipitation, future rains.
1: Feeling wheat thins, everything.
2: Oh, wait. Oh, it's a stage door Johnny. A stage door Johnny is here. Oh, well, I'll let you get to that. We're going to educate dumb white people about the hundred year anniversary of the Tulsa Massacre. And talk about that a little bit.
1: Plus, Miss Sherry Vine is here for a tip spot to talk all about her new comedy show.
2: Well, the outline actually says she is sheer, which is a (laughs) sheer to waist tight, apparently. And as usual, don't snag those tights because we're going to be in a cave spelunking to solve all people's life problems. We're sheer. We're queer. (laughs) Get used to it. (laughs) Hakas.
1: Forever Dog Okay, okay, okay. We're back we're no, we're not back. We're not, we're back. Welcome back for yet another steaming, steaming,
0: piping, piping, scalding hot
2: hot
1: This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, Lives. gossip and politics, Politics. and take a deep Deep dive dive into the
3: DMS. Ooh, let's get into some.
1: Bow, <gasps>
3: ah, <laughs>
1: <yeah. laughs> <laughs> um uh, uh well i'm so glad we're doing hot goss right now because i haven't spoken to you and i feel like a really long time and so much has happened how the fuck is your show going in the london sh-
2: the show is amazing i've read one review and it was great so that's the one i'm gonna keep um but read me the, the reviews um i i think i was called off for Fuck. I don't even know like where Halston. I would
1: look. I was, I was just imitating Halston. Read oh, me the okay. reviews.
2: Okay. Um, it's so much fun. Everybody is so talented. It's like being on Courtney's team for the Rusical. <laughs> right. Everybody's exactly. great. Um, I have my own dressing room. It's, it's everything I could ever dream of when I was a kid, except I thought it was going to happen for me in New York. And that it wouldn't be as wet, but I'd rather. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind the. I I don't mind the rain because I'm employed. <laughs> um, exactly. So you know how it is being a drag queen. Like we aren't used to having regular jobs like this, like a no, paycheck. We don't right. get direct deposit. We're not those girls. <laughs> <laughs> when they ask us, oh, would you like to? And we're like, no, we don't do those kind of jobs. You want a weekly thing? No, you're going to need to talk to my agent. Um, but yeah, We've it's so much it. fun.
1: We've seen the clips online and you look so beautiful. And it looks like so much fucking fun. And, Thank you. Um, I
2: am beautiful.
1: <laughs> you are. It feels so nice to say it. And so yeah. nice to hear it. We're um, not supposed but, so to be like wait. staged.
2: Go, go ahead.
1: Did you get... Did did my flowers come?
2: Yes, I and I social media them. They were beautiful. Are they pretty? They were they were beautiful. You picked them yourself.
1: I uh, I tiptoed through the tulips and I picked the peonies. I um, could tell
2: you picked them yourself because they were plucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh stems. They were very beautiful. Thank you so much. Latrice also enjoyed her floral arrangements. Um good. Mom gives back. Uh, what is this on the outline about stage door johnnies? What are those?
1: A stage door Johnny is someone who hangs around the stage door and tries to like get with the, you know, the, the leads of the of the play. Oh, like, like tries to like you know race chase you a little bit.
2: <laughs> well, we're not allowed to have those on site. They already no. told me I'm not allowed to give dress room tours. They must have heard about me. Girl, the
1: girl. They must be. Uh, they must be friends of the pod. Honey, um,
2: <laughs> what is it like having live audiences? Isn't it it's, wonderful? It's so wonderful. Other than the last show, there were some people saying so much shit that I had to tweet at intermission. I was like, "Listen, there's seven names in the in the script, and none of them are yours. Shut the fuck up!" Like oh. we all want to get to the bar just as bad as you after because you're behaving like you're already in a bar. Just, oh. no,
3: say it. Get
2: it off your chest. I remember the get it off your chest, someone yelling that at me. And I'm like, can you let me do my job, bitch? Oh, no, 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 no. Please. No, no. Do I,
3: I come I don't down tell you, to the street corner and knock the dicks out of your mouth? No.
2: Do I come down to your job and tell you to put the bread in the bags last and not the eggs? No.
1: <sighs> oh, that's the worst. When- yeah. I mean, honestly, drunk drunk people are wild. And I, I feel like there is a new level of drunkness now that sort of things are loosening and opening up again. People haven't been able to hang for a very long time. And now they're going ham and full force and can't, can't hold their liquor like they used to. And p- there's yeah. a level right now. It's like the, you know, which... I'm I'm glad for people, but you start to see like, oh, wow, drunk people are really fucking
2: obnoxious. <laughs> well, you know what can make a drunk person even more obnoxious is when they sell fans at the bar next to the drinks. Oh, oh I'll get a fan. No, no,
0: no, clack, no, clack, no. clack, clack, clack. No. During no. the show. During
1: Everyone the show? Yes. <laughs> Everyone thinks they're vivacious. Yes. Everyone thinks they're vivacious. No, that's like selling kazoos or like fucking foghorns.
2: (laughs) Honestly, um, it's such a blessing. I, I sound like I'm complaining, but I'm not. Only because you asked. But I want to know about your show because I watched, I'm a big fan of boy radio and I saw him. Mm -hmm. You look like the littlest, Petitest angel. (laughs) So Um, tiny. So, so tiny. tiny. Like you look like your white blood cells were low because you were just so tiny. So (laughs) petite.
1: (laughs) 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 We had a fucking amazing time at $3 bill in Brooklyn doing a show dedicated to Brittany's blackout. Shaved Um, your head. Y- yes um uh, thank you to everyone who came in person and everyone who live streamed uh it it was it was magnificent and really 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 <laughs> special you wore many hats um, and getting to dive in and really get into Britney and her life and celebrate her and her music uh was really really fucking years and i'm really proud of it
2: i liked it yeah it's a shame that derek ruined drag queens for and she doesn't really enjoy us
3: uh,
2: i mean that's what that she true? said yeah what what happened she, she thinks they're kind of weird or something <laughs> something like that was the quote derek told me um it doesn't stop her well, from showing up at are. every event god bless um were there any stage Giorgiani's at three dollar bill Oh, girl. No. Well,
1: no, everyone's a stage door Johnny at 3 but We're all stage door Johnnies. <laughs> we're uh, off. It, it was wild because we did four shows. We did two on Saturday and two on Sunday. So like you said, too. it was very like, it was very like a regular thing. And we were like in the groove. And I'm like, how did we ever do this where it was just one night only? Because from the first show to the fourth show, I, I like, we were so comfortable with it. And like, really the dance moves are really intense and I'm not a natural dancer. So, but like by the end I was like, Oh, I, I feel like I really like know this show. So I think we'll do it that way. Uh, in the future, like multiple shows. I like it.
2: Nice. Um, well, congratulations girl. on another gig the The Tree. um we also we, have go ahead,
1: we have exciting news in the kingdom. Precinct is <gasps> reopening their doors on
2: June seventeenth
1: we did it Joe we did it
2: <laughs> oh, This is so nice to hear. Uh, there's like a light at the end of a tunnel, it feels like in America with COVID. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. more people need to get vaccinated. Only forty percent of the country is vaccinated. So if you That's haven't wild. been, sign up. Go wait in line, do what you can. Uh maybe watch Austin Young's film Jump Cut Three while you're waiting in line if you have some Wi-Fi. It's this wonderful (laughs) little art film that we got to participate in that Ganja choreographed and Peaches did the music for and Austin Young shot it. We look great. Uh, Me too. Just six quick looks. (laughs) Just a
1: quick, you know, just shoots on shoots, stunts on stunts, looks on looks. Uh, Laganja Estranja did. She coached us on the like movement and choreography. And I had so much fun hanging out with you ladies and with Austin and getting to do this very weird but very fierce art film.
2: Yeah, um, it's always it's cool called... with Austin.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Austin's Austin's a genius and we love him. Um it's called Jump Cut Number Three. And is it available? Can you watch it out there? Is it available
2: out there? Yeah, it was free for 24 hours, but now I think it's on some um, website for the festival that it's playing in, maybe. Okay, work. That sounds possibly true. We'll put some info once we figure it out on uh, Race Chaser Pod. So if anybody wants to see it, they can. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, how is Fire uh, Island? We're going to talk about it when we take a break.
3: Okay. Yeah, let's throw it to the rainbow spotlight
2: oh oh i know young onyx
3: yeah we talked about young onyx in the past
2: Uh, i love her she's uh this amazing drag queen and she's breaking into the rap scene and she has her first remix to lip gloss because little mama is transphobic and she wants to reclaim the song (laughs) and it's on soundcloud (laughs) and youtube and um our rainbow spotlight of the week is lip gloss remix By Young Onyx. And that's oh, Y-U-N-G yeah. if you're looking for her on socials. Young.
0: Hit it. Hit it. Onyx hopping on that beat like it's double Dutch. And that going gon' pop like it's bubble gum. I'm a Gemini, you bitches better double up. We killing bitches, but I come in with the cover up. Bitches playing more games in the arcade. If I'm balling, then I'm playing at the Barclays. Game nigga, i be foodier and I'm parfait. If it ain't about the money, better part ways. No, these hoes will never be what I been on. I will be pulling cards, you know that I'm the one to bet on. Ride the beat and I'ma hit these bitches dead on. Two bitches to let them out, crazy than I let on. Can't kiss at the lip gloss pop, But at the end of the night I make it slap top And it's a couple OZ's When a bitch hot box If you was sleeping on me You better get on watch uh, Get to know about me You should get to know about me Get to know about me You should get to know That I'm a little bit dramatic yeah. I cause a lot of static yeah. like I pop a lot of shit Because I know that I could back it Get to know about me, you should get to know about me. Get to know about me, you should get to know that I ain't too empathetic. It's why it's so upsetting to see you, stupid bitches. i would looking so pathetic. I got them real pressed, more than an acrylic set. Cause now I'm buzzing even louder than a skrill set. I'm the sickest bitches singing, I'm the
2: for a free trial. And when you're ready to
1: launch, use offer code
2: DRAG. to Save
1: 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
2: That's squarespace.com slash
0: DRAG.
2: How's Fire Island, darling? The fiery? Um,
1: Fire Island's beautiful. Um we just got here. Uh uh, but it's beautiful. It's a special, it's very quiet. It's the it's the week before a holiday weekend, so it's very there's not a lot of people here and um it's very chill and quiet, but it's a beautiful place. Um nice. uh, I slept very well
2: last night. <laughs>
1: I, A want peaceful to, slumber. I want to sleep more. I, sl- I slept on the slumber. It was it was lovely.
2: I love um, sleeping. Did you see Lil Nas X on SNL? I haven't seen it yet. Honey, I did and let me tell you the performance was electrifying. It's everything I wanted. The hours in the gym are very evident and <laughs> watching um the choreographer's story all about this. I think his name is Bankhead. Uh there were 6 six or eight backup dancers and they had been rehearsing Mm -hmm. for two weeks. They were like vibing together and chilling because it's very like on top of each other's song, like very personal. So I get that. Like he wanted a good rapport between his dancers and Nas. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they all flew to New York. And then the day before the show, somebody got COVID. So that made (gasps) all the dancers now unavailable. So they had to get six new dancers including oh another one I follow named Julio. And once they were all tagged, I realized I follow most of these guys anyway, because <laughs> they're all fine. But um, six different dancers, and they all learned it via Zoom the night before. And then Girl. you wouldn't, and it's it's great hearing these kind of stories because you wouldn't have known it watching. It looks so slick. You had like twerk people twerking on their head, Little Nas, like like <laughs> lightly finger trailing their gooch upside down, and then another guy comes behind him and licks his fucking neck. And baby, I was hard by the end. And then his pants ripped open, and we didn't get to see the beast. But it was one of those moments where he just looked down, and that that like you see his face just light up, like he's like oh. <laughs> but he keeps going, and he she need, I see I know the need that when you see a pole, you need to get on it. And there was a pole in the room, and he had to get on it. And I feel that about him. He looked great. He sounded great. It wasn't tracked. The men were hot. It's so nice to see flagrant faggotry on TV. Because this is something that, like, girls have grown up with for years. Just, like, Mm -hmm. seeing, like, girls do genie in the bottle, be sexy. We're getting to see gay men be sexy yeah not only do they have a body but they're sexy like (laughs) this this is what i am here for as you know i wish this was happening 20 years ago when i was a teenager but i'm so glad to see the baby steps that we've taken through people that have succeeded in the lgbt world like adam lambert i mean lil nas all these things like they're building stones and they're building the staircase up to like you know the nirvana that we want everyone to be accepted at and amazing. Exactly. It's, it's a, a huge great performance. Thing. It's
1: a big deal. I need to watch it. I was just being Britney Spears, so I haven't watched it yet. Um, busy, busy with the bookings. Uh, l- l- busy, busy, busy. Okay. In this section, we would like to call it... Um, we would like to call this section by its name. Uh, call it anytime. <laughs> call, it will be on the way. Um, call it in the uh, morning. This, is, this is a segment we call Let's Get
2: Political. Let's Get Political. 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 I want to get a political. I want to get political.
1: <laughs> this comes from NPR. Uh, It's been 100 years since the Tulsa Race Massacre, one of the worst episodes of racial violence in U.S. history. An armed white mob attacked Greenwood, a prosperous black community in Tulsa, killing as many as 300 people. What was known as Black Wall Street was burned to the ground.
2: Yeah, Tulsa. And the nation have been slow to acknowledge the brutal reality of what happened in 1921 and the lasting impact it's had on the Black families in that area. Um,
1: In addition to the loss of life, there was more than $1 million in property losses that would amount to more than $20 million today. Before the massacre, the Greenwood District was considered one of the most affluent all Black communities in the country, a mecca for African-American culture, business, and prosperity.
2: This month, in a controversial move, the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre Centennial Commission removed the governor of Oklahoma, Kevin Stitt, from the panel after he signed legislation that would ban the teaching of certain concepts about race in state schools. Commission members were vocal in their opposition, arguing the law would undermine efforts to teach Oklahoma's race history, including the truth about what actually happened in Tulsa. Um, I watched some of the testimonies of... One of the three people that are still alive, it was a, a woman and her little brother. And she said, mm-hmm. basically, she went, to t- she went to bed in a town and she woke up in a town that was burned to the ground. And it's how it's affected her life, her community's life, all that stuff. And they haven't done reparations for it. And this was all started no. basically because uh, a white woman accused, of, just like Emmett Till... A white woman accused a black man of hitting on her or something. And in actuality, he may have tripped over her shoe, but his charges were dropped. But while he was in jail, a whole mob of people tried to lynch him out of the jail, white people and uh, African-American people took up arms to defend, you know, whatever was theirs to defend. And they said somebody shot. So that's how the riot started. But like, that's probably bullshit, I'm sure. But they need to teach this stuff. Our Our fucking history books teach us that Columbus was a good guy, honey. So like right. all these things need to be revised. And the fact that I know about this because I watched Watchmen twice, like I should mm. know about this in a history book. People tried to wipe out black people. White people tried yes. to wipe out black people in Oklahoma. And people and- should know.
1: Yeah, and the fact that, I mean, I've I've lived my whole life uh, never hearing of this until, like, the last year or so, and that is a huge problem that so, too many people haven't heard of this. This should be a whole chapter in history class. This should be taught in history books because it's significant, because... There's this idea, there's this thing called fucking generational wealth, which is so like so if if people say, Well, I mean, well, if you if you want to make money in America, just just work just work harder and you'll be, you know, and pull yourself up and you can do it. Get better wigs. If wealth <laughs> wealth travels down the line generationally. So like you think of like a house. Or like a business that that was there or been in a family for generations. That is like wealth that is moved down. In an instance like this, an entire fucking uh fucking neighborhood, an entire like city of people was destroyed. That yeah. that was businesses. That was people's lives. People were fucking
2: killed. And instead of generational and, wealth, they got generational trauma. Like that was exactly. passed down, and you know. It, is there is there a price? Is there a reparation for that? What are we ever going to do as Americans to demand that like our ancestors write? Can we write? We can't write the wrongs. And no. how do we even begin to put a price tag on all the suffering that white people have inflicted to non-white people in this country?
1: I, I mean, think what I I mean I think a start is I mean you can't you can't really put a dollar amount on it a, a dollar amount. Would be symbolic and would be a step in the right direction. But really, it needs to be like it, it's important that we need to reform education because it does have to speak about racism and, you know, uh, th- things that have happened in the past that have been sort of glossed over or yeah. or changed or edited
2: and getting those racist people out of power, like that Marjorie lady. Like, the fact that she right. that she's yelling about confederate statues. It's like, bitch, it's fine that you're no, ignorant. No. I'm scared that you're in charge of some people. And the fact that you're worried about a statue, there's more important things to legislate about than your fucking statue. You're allowed yeah. to be racist. But, like, the fact that you're arguing for the right to be racist, that's stupid. You're making right. yourself look even dumber, lady. And you're blonde as brassy. Get a fix. Get a gay colorist. Girl so our homework for you
1: listeners google uh, tulsa massacre read about it if you've never heard about this major historic event they they also um they also show a lot like a lot of the story kind of revolves around it in um lovecraft country which i also found very like very like illuminating about it um so uh why don't we take a break we'll be right back Oh girls, sometimes we do like to have a tip spot. You know this. You know how we operate around here. But by, by now, if you don't know how we run things, I just can't help you.
2: No, and we we wanna tell the tip spot girls that two drinkets do not equal onion wings or fries. You do not get to substitute <laughs> drinks for An appetizer. We're sorry, ladies. Premium food
1: items are not included with the drink tickets. These are for whale cocktails
2: and beers. Uh, Chicken strips and the tenders come with one dipping sauce. Do not ask the bartender for onion juice. Please, that is for the martinis.
1: At this time, we'd like to welcome to the stage this week's tip spot, the one and only the legendary, the queen of true legendary status. This is our friend, the icon, the amazing, the lovely, the inspirational, Miss Sherry, Sherry Vine.
3: Vine. Hi! Oh my God, I couldn't <gasps> stop laughing. I was, first of all, I am so angry if I have a drink ticket that's well only.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. What the fuck? It's like, keep it. Right. Keep Is there a ticket. well
3: version of Jack Daniels? No. <laughs> if someone hands me a drink ticket for a
2: well drink, I'll be like, well, well. I'm leaving.
3: <laughs> I and I don't unwed. even drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was so bloody, too. i went have to cash in for some chicken strips, please. it <laughs> 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 uh, I've I've saved my drink tickets all summer (laughs) And I would now like Some
1: (laughs) 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 Hi
3: girls How are you you doing Miss Sherry Vine (gasps) Well today I'm on cloud nine Because it's literally the Today is the premiere of The Sherry Vine Variety Show That I've been waiting for a year To say that So I'm very excited (laughs) (laughs) First Yay! Now, we're is so this,
2: excited. I'm, I'm very excited to watch because you always make me laugh. Uh, I did a, a skit with you years ago for something about nuts,
3: I think, <laughs> pistachios. Oh my god, yeah, that was for She's Living for This, which was the uh, another variety show that I did for here to TV. And that you're was like, a
2: variety, a variety vixen.
3: I am that was eight yeah. years ago, girl. Um. <laughs> yeah we're old
1: (laughs) we are What is the story about this, like, really, this, like, hot dude, like, you meet him at the dance floor, and he gets down on his knees, and he takes open your pants, and he, like, is going to town, and then he looks up at you, and he says, she's living for
3: this! (laughs) (laughs) That is, that's a true story, but it wasn't true. (laughs) It was not me. (laughs) That's true! That was... I don't know if you know David. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story, but not me. Do you know David Ilku? Uh-uh. Uh uh. He's a genius. He was part of, I and mean, he's a performer. He's been around forever. It's not really a drag queen, but he does, he and Clark Render did the dueling bank heads in the oh, 90s. yeah. Mm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: And he does the show with Nora Burns and Mike Albo, um, the Nellie Olsons. And, and he's just fucking oh, yeah. hilarious. Anyway, that is a true story. It happened at Squeezebox. He met some really hot guy that was like punk rock looking like Twinkie guy that he took home and the guy started to go down on him and literally looked up and sang, she's living for this. <laughs> I, would, I would have fallen in love. Oh, my <laughs> right. God. Because I would That's... just been like, you are a fucking freak. I love you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was a true story. Yeah, no one's ever saying that to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's because their mouth is full.
2: (gasps) Oh dear.
3: Well, usually it's the other way around. They might be like, "Okay, I'm living for you." Yeah, and and maybe if their mouth is empty,
2: they could put one of your clean feet I- into it. Oh my god. <laughs> Have you started washing your feet before hookups
3: yet? I always wash my feet, but after 3 or 4 hours in stilettos, girl, they are not cute. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, no. you could put that in your mouth, but then I am don't just I'm not kissing you. Uh-huh. Right, that's the end of it. And that is a true story. I told Bianca in confidence and it's literally how she introduces me in every show, but it's uh, some guy was like, I'm really into feet. I want to lick your feet. I was like, lick my hole, honey. It's cleaner than my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please put that on some t-shirt. I would buy it. (laughs) I would buy it and wear it to the club so quick. (laughs) Lick my hole. It's cleaner than my feet.
2: Yeah, definitely.
3: Okay, I'm Be- done doing it. Because I only
2: have one foot that's good for oral. The other foot, because I have like a drag toenail that doesn't grow in right. And it's kind of funny. Oh, Jackie does too. That's from chewing it though. <laughs> oh my God. Gross.
3: <laughs> now, do you, so paint, I do wanna- you paint it? <laughs> like you yeah, can just it- mask it with some gorgeous pink toenail polish.
2: No, I like to wear fingernails on my toes. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's beautiful. I don't know why. I don't either. Um, I think Sherry, you're beautiful, though.
1: Yes, I do too. I want. I want to ask you about your your career because you uh, have been. First I mean, of all, this thank you for year, calling it a career. Oh, of course, absolutely. Um, it was in quotes. It was in quotes and italics. Uh, no, but really. And this year, we've seen you know sort of digital drag performance, uh, shooting music videos became like a necessity. But you are are someone who has been on the forefront of making music videos and putting them on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us about like. You've done so many of these. Do you have any favorites? Are they like your children? Do you have a favorite or favorite?
3: Oh, totally. I mean, um, I think the gaga ones are my favorites because mm. Lady Gaga, if you're doing parodies, and especially if you're doing video parodies, Lady Gaga mm-hmm. gives you the most to work with. I and mean, she gives you like a wealth of material to parody. It's the costumes and the choreography and everything about like the props, like everything is so kind of outrageous. It's just like, I mean, I love Adele, but Adele's wearing one dress standing there. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That's not a read at all. That's just like, it's not gives, doesn't give you a whole lot to work with. Whereas Gaga literally gives you this silver platter chock full of things to parody. So when I look at the telephone parody that I did with peppermint Mm -hmm. I'm like how did we do that I mean it's a cast of a hundred people and so many locations and props and costumes and dancing and it's epic and we had like you know it was like five hundred dollars was the budget right so when I watched (laughs) that I'm like this is pretty epic how did we pull that off now the bar has been raised. Certainly, like when um, this boys at the bottom came out, I was like, oop, okay, no more ten dollar videos. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, they sound good and they look good. And okay, so the bar was raised. But um, we did all of those videos for a dollar. And um, yeah, the Gaga ones are my favorites.
2: Boys at the Bottom cost under three grand.
3: Really? Yeah, wow. I would record and that just to visit. record it because it sounds so good. No, the recording was eight hundred. Well, you probably um, don't need twenty hours of auto tune like I do. <laughs>
2: uh, you you have a great voice, first of all, and <laughs> and the video that I saw of Gaga playing your song of her song at her concert. Gaga thinks you have a good voice too. And she was obviously entertained by you. So like, what did that feel like finding out the artist you were parodying is loving and she's
3: living for it. I mean, there's so there's this, that have a few Gaga stories that kind of create this little arc, if you will. Um, I met her the first time I met her. I was DJing in drag at this bar on Avenue C that this party that for Micah was doing is this tiny little bar. There were probably 40 people there. Gaga comes in, didn't know who she was, came in with two girls, all dressed up. And she walks up to me. She's like, can you play my new song and we're going to perform it? And I'm like, um, okay. And it was just dance. And it was Gaga and they start performing it. And I, afterwards she comes over and she's like, oh, thank you. That's so sweet of you. You're gorgeous, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, good luck with that, honey. So the next time I see her, I'm seeing her at Madison Square Garden where she had invited a a small group of us to come see her show, which was, and I was like, okay, the last time I saw her was in this little bar with 40 people. Now I'm at Madison Square. So anyway, doing the videos, she was so cool. She was very supportive and would send like little notes on uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever saying like, Oh, this is funny. She put them on her website. So I love that. She has the sense of humor. She gets it and she's cool. And she kind of is who she says she is. I don't think that she's pretending.
2: Yeah. She's one of the girls I really feel like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so
3: that was really cool. Like Madonna, I don't think is a fan of the parodies and you know, I'm not making fun of her, but I just don't think that's kind of her thing, but whatever. Yeah. Sherry
2: vine. What is your safe word?
3: <laughs> she, she doesn't have one. I don't. I don't actually think of what it is. I'm very vanilla. Funny thing is everyone thinks that I mean, I am a whore. That's, not even like uh, a, a lie, but I'm very vanilla, <laughs> very vanilla, French bean right. tahitian French bean vanilla, yes <laughs> <laughs> no I really I've never had a three way with two guys I mean there's you know a whole bunch of stuff I've never wow. been spit roasted, which is on my list,
2: oh God, oh I know. Yeah.
3: Do it while melt. gravity's
2: still helping and not Girl, hurting. This <laughs> I
3: say that all the time. Like the clock is ticking. So if anyone's listening, I probably have about three good months left. And <laughs> oh <my
1: God. laughs> um, this is the year to do it. So this is the th- year. I just I want to tell you that getting to do your show is was so much fun. We had such a good time on the set, and this is what. This is what you do. Like, it's a perfect thing for Sherry Vine because you are able to, like, do comedy and music and bring all these people together and, and make it happen. And I'm so excited for you, and I can't wait to watch it.
3: Thank you, honey. I appreciate that. Hopefully for season two, we'll have... Um, it won't be during quarantine, and I'll be able to have more guests and stuff. So mm-hmm. Willem's going to play my. Slutty younger sister.
2: Oh, I love
3: that. (laughs) My
2: safe word is stepdad. Um, I think everybody... Where can we watch it? Uh, Literally.
3: um, YouTube. It's a little confusing because there's a whole bunch of different links, but they're all on my website as of right now, sherryvon.com. And okay. in the UK, in Ireland, you can watch it on Fruit TV, in Canada, Out TV, the United States, Out TV, or Apple TV. On Apple, you can, you know, get download the Out TV app and watch it there. And it is coming to New Zealand, Australia. All those links will be coming very, very shortly.
2: Work. Congratulations. Thank you, yes. honey. Thank you. Yeah. you. Everybody follow We're Sherry Vine on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Thank on you guys Instagram. so much. She's Miss Sherry Vine. hmm Yeah. That's all I had. <laughs>
1: um. Uh, yeah. Um uh we love you so much, Sherry. Thank you for stopping by and doing a tip spot. Get- I Love you, Ricky. Both. Could you co- Ricky, could you come sweep the stage? There are ones everywhere. <laughs> oh my God. Keep an eye on Ricky Sherry. We Remember have had tip, some problems.
2: Tip your bar back.
3: <laughs> tip your bear back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> Dipper's on salary. Don't worry.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Watch your organza.
2: Oh my gosh. Careful. I don't want to get cave water on it.
1: Ugh. Oh my gosh.
2: I should have worn cocktail. Right. I should have worn cocktail in the cave. I told you, there's a difference between a dress and
1: a gown. Okay, (laughs) Uh, we're back. Oh my gosh, we're back, the mics are on. Oh my gosh. Um, We're back, and this is the segment where we go spelunking, Spelunking.
2: unking, unking. Mm. deep Deep inside the The DMs. DMs. This first message comes from Jay. It says, hi ladies. So I just broke my first background film role and I'm absolutely over the moon. I can't confirm nor deny anything per the NDA, but it may or may not be white noise that may or may not be on Netflix. I guess the team said they like my look, so I'm not sure what to expect going in if they give me lines, spots to be, etc. As it is my first time on a real professional set like this, do you have any advice? Anything would be helpful because I know you ladies aren't a stranger to the camera. She's seen my camera roll, I guess. Thanks so much, and I wish all the casts a lovely future and can't wait for season six, Classique, to continue. Mm-hmm. Peace and love, mm-hmm. Jay. Any words for young Jay? Have you done,
1: um, have you d- <laughs> Count Jay? <laughs> do, do you know that Jackie and Sherry have matching tattoos that say, um, Count Jay, because autocorrect... Uh, they would they would call each other count bag but it would auto correct couch the magic tattoos um do you have any advice i, have, I don't know that i've properly done background work uh <laughs> on films have you <laughs>
2: uh <laughs> fuck you uh yes i have i've been i've been an extra on probably over 200 things over the years. You
1: are extra on 200 hundred <laughs> you're, three you're extraneous.
2: <laughs> um, extra-
1: House of extraneous extrosity
2: <laughs> I think that at least six or seven times I've been upgraded, meaning they've given me lines or something to do that was like... Because you're that you, girl. Yeah. They figured, drag queen, let's give her lines. Drag queens love lines. Um right. <laughs> I think just being around and looking like you want to participate if they ask for volunteers look amazing look stunty look so good mm-hmm. that the director's like we need to get that on camera you know yeah my a movie that still pays me every year american wedding i did it in like 2003 i think i did it i got upgraded literally because i walked across the crowd and i looked great and the director noticed it and he's like can you talk and i was like yeah and it's it's led to other it led to other gigs so just be present like when they send you back to holding stand around learn stuff extra work was where i learned what stuff was what checking the gate was what the martini shot what what all these things were that you're learning pov Mm -hmm. ots like Mm -hmm. things that you just want to know if you're going to it makes sense to know if you're trying to make a career out of this
1: uh, now you're gonna have Jay showing up in full drag. <laughs> <He>
2: <laughs> is, <laughs>
1: walking in front of everyone <laughs> trying honey, to be willing.
2: <laughs> honey. Ah! It works.
1: Jay yeah. Jay's gonna get thrown out of this movie.
2: I've been fired okay. from movies too. Clive Barker fired me. And Candace Cash, that girl ah! with, the, with that she coined the phrase going sag, which meant sucking actor groin. Because that's the other part about being extra. There's a lot of downtime, and you can hook up with other extras. That's great. Yeah, so fun. Do you have any
1: tips? Well, no. I mean, how about some French tips? Be on time and and be nice, and recognize that like there is a lot of sitting around. So I don't know. Bring a book. Like literally, there's a lot of waiting on a set. Um, uh, but I love I love your advice for Jay. Our next message comes from Flowerella Flowerella <laughs> Hi, Alaska Willem and Dipper, I'm a costume designer and budding drag queen. There was a question about what kind of fabric Alaska was wearing in her future of drag runway. I've seen it called two different things. It's either satin-faced organza or silk blend liquid look organza. It's important to use the word liquid when searching online. I love that. I'm attaching a link to the fabric I found at B&J's online store. It's typically about $150 per yard. And if you're not looking to make a translucent look, then you have to flatline it to another fabric of a similar color. Here's the link. Wow, Flowerella, turning it out with a link, honey.
2: I mean, should we put the link in Race Chaser Pod? What if ugly girls start using the fabric? we can't. this might be no, irresponsible we're saving of us. it. No.
1: <laughs> I think I think at this point I think we should go ahead and and share it. Okay. This is very helpful, Flowerella. That's so sweet.
2: I mean all right. <laughs> we'll just buy it up. all out.
1: <laughs> you just buy it all out. I'm sorry, they're sold out all of a sudden. The yeah, yeah, link goes color. to cotton
2: muslin that's like
1: oatmeal color.
2: <laughs> sorry, oops, I wrong link. Ha-
1: I have new fabric available at willembelli.com. If anyone (laughs) is.
2: Uh, Throw some tape in the basket too. Uh, This next (laughs) message comes from DJ Shudder. Dear Alaska Willem, dippity doo dah, just do me already. My name is Eric and I'm writing to you from Salt Lake City. I'm a DJ here by the name of DJ Shudder and I play with my DJ partner, Justin Hollister at the Metro Music (laughs) Hall. Fun fact, we have both been DJs for all three of you at one point or another. Willem, you have mentioned Metro in a previous episode and said how much you hated the carpet on our stage. Well, good news. It's gone. No worries for the future. Anyways, I wanted your input on a stitch I'm having. In addition to being a DJ, I'm also a lighting designer for Drag Impersonation Show here in town, the Mm -hmm. host of which whom I love dearly, has had many former cast members group together and say terrible things about the show, as well as himself personally, and has gone as far as lawsuits. (sighs) I do not know the details behind all these things or being said or what caused them, nor do I want to know, as I am great friends with some of the former cast members as well as our host. But now that things will be opening back up, I will be actively working with both sides. Have you all ever been a neutral party between two feuding performers or venues? And how do you handle this professionally in the nightclub world? I love when the podcast, I love the podcast and listen weekly. Have me cracking up constantly at work. And whenever I need an immediate laugh, I go back to the episode where Alaska eats. Thank you so much and keep it up. Sincerely, DJ Shutter. Oh, (laughs) shutter. Okay.
1: He's, of course, spelling it with two T's, shutter, like a camera shutter. But I'm saying it like DJ. Ooh, shudder, like shuddering with Um, first of all, how bad was the lighting that there are lawsuits? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn, <laughs> they use no, blue <laughs> and no follow spot.
1: <laughs> I don't. Uh, how do you deal with um being uh, in the middle? You're usually one of the feuding parties, so but I don't. <laughs>
2: Well, if I have two friends who are fighting, I usually try to instigate them more or help solve right. it. When the cameras and, are up. Yeah. Yeah. Both are fun. Um, but I, I don't know. If it's a working situation, just get your coin. Keep your head down. And it's always good to have earphones in because you can pretend you didn't hear what you don't want to reply to. <laughs> I do that a lot. Right. Yeah. I
1: mean, I'm doing I'm it right a now. Child,
2: <laughs> I am uh, Shaky bearded I, I'm a shaky-bearded snake in the grass. I'm <laughs> That's what I've been called. I've definitely been a feuding party before.
1: I, I like. I'm such a peacemaker. I hate conflict, and so I always, so I usually try to first make a joke about it. Like, oh, okay. Oh, you guys hate each other. Let's, the, you know, try try and lighten the mood by making a joke about it. And then I usually try to mediate and try to, like, get get the two parties to, like, connect and talk it out. Because a lot of times, like, clearly talking it out without, like, fighting and screaming can go a long way. So I don't know if you're legally allowed to do that because there are lawsuits involved. But if it was like my two friends were fighting, I don't want my friends to be fighting. So I want them to get along. So that's what I do.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. And thanks for taking up that carpet, honestly. <laughs> the E. coli community thanks you. Girl. This next message is going to be read by our esteemed host, Alaska Thunderfuck.
1: Dum, 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 dum. Oh, and thank you for condoning my eating, DJ Shudder. Um, well, this is a long one. You sure you want this? Yes. Okay. Hey, Willem, Alaska, and big, t- <laughs> long- long-time listener and first-time emailer here. I am reaching out for some advice regarding the topic of sex outside of previously monogamous relationships. I have been dating my boyfriend for just over a year. And we have found that the honeymoon phase of our relationship was eclipsed by the mental pitfalls of the pandemic. We haven't been able to do anything that new couples get to do, like enjoy trips away or go for romantic date nights. And it has taken its toll on us. Our sex life has been non-existent for months now. It has been. I have been sympathetic to his struggles and never tried to pressure him into it, but I'm feeling sad and lonely and in need of physical pleasure. I've been jerking off several times a day and have constantly wanted to re-download Grindr and see who is around just to feel some sexual connection to another person. I recently expressed my frustrations to him and he surprisingly suggested opening up our relationship whilst he is back in his home country for a few months in the summer so we can satisfy any urges we may have before he returns and our normal sex life hopefully resumes because of this i re-downloaded grinder in secret to get a scope for who was around and a really hot guy started messaging me i saw that his location is only a few hundred feet away and he was asking for face pics and to possibly meet i really want to have sex with him but i'm concerned that i will miss my chance to if i wait a couple of months until my boyfriend returns (laughs) So to his family. So my question (laughs) to all of you is, do I send the guy my face pics, meet in secret, and risk my boyfriend finding out, or do I try to approach the conversation with him beforehand, despite him stressing how hookups are only acceptable whilst he is on holiday? I don't know if he will be hurt by my grinder activity behind his back, and I am scared that my selfish and constant thoughts of sex will lead me to sleep around before I have permission to. For now, I will tell the other guy that I am unable to send pics that show who I am and meet up and I will be able to in the summer and see how he reacts as a token of my gratitude for reading this long ass email I have attached a recent dick pic for all of you to enjoy any advice will be much appreciated many thanks and all the best Matt and there's a cock
2: a big one and it's, Vain. it's very veiny it looks like a fucking road map I love it
1: yes I believe that's the uh, 10 going to the um <laughs> 110.
2: Honey, that's the 5 North right there. <laughs> oh, the 5 North, yeah. See right where it hits Sacramento and San Jose. <laughs> um okay, here's my take on this. You don't want to hurt him with grinder activity behind his back, but you trying to get your back blown out by somebody. This definitely you have some guilt and some shame obviously associated with like whatever's going on, but you need to treat this man, if you plan to be with him, like you would want to be treated. Your boyfriend, I'm telling you. Yeah. So if you want your boyfriend to be truthful with you, you need to be truthful with him and be like, listen, you you've been in the same bed that I have, and it's not been bumping. The bed has not been bumping, honey. Mm-hmm. So I need some dick. I need to do what I need to do as a man. We can't feel guilty. You know you haven't been satisfying me sexually, so maybe when you're back, it'll be more popping, but right now... There's not much popping. No, I, I would just recommend treating him how you would want to be treated. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't do and don't do him dirty if you want to be with him. And if you, yeah, yeah. If you're
1: concerned about going behind his back, I mean, you already are. So like, y- you're already doing it. So true. It sounds like you're going to do it anyway. You don't want to wait, and yeah, that's six okay. But you should be honest with him, Do, and also you know, he I mean, might
2: be into it, right? A little three way, and
1: it—it's and it, only been a year. I mean, and it's been a wild, weird pandemic year. So like,
2: you, I wonder if they're figuring together.
1: out the dynamics of your relationship if you want to stay together and figure it out. Like, you, ha- honesty is like vital and very important. So
2: yeah, honesty is always the best policy. If you're a bad liar too. <laughs> That's what I think. That's what I've learned from my 13-year-old crumbled marriage. Um, Yeah. And I crashed down
1: and I tumbled, (laughs) but I did not,
3: no, I did not crumble.
1: I was not built to, and Big Dipper said, I was not built to break. And Willem said, I was not built to
2: break. What Whitney song is this? Oh, breakdown. Crumble.
1: I did it. I didn't know my own strength.
2: I didn't, I didn't know. know my own strength. I didn't know.
1: Clive well, said, Your love was not built to.
2: We're going to take a break and uh, look at Whitney's back we catalog leaving? a little more. Yeah, we're done. We done. Oh, we're doing another segment without you. <laughs> Lost touch with my soul. Okay.
1: Um. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Hot Goth.
2: Special thanks. Hot shout goth. out to our tips spot can we girl. Do a-
1: <laughs> can we do a sister podcast called Hot Goth and we just like we dress up in like goth looks and like talk about like bats and like taxidermy. We
2: could film it under a highway wearing jinkos and big rave pants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jingles are gonna come back and I'm ready for it. We'll
2: keep your okay. shaved head, but do like three long spiky bangs. <laughs> yeah. And and you'll look oh, like yes. you worked the front counter at Cyberdog in London.
1: Yes, Cyberdog
2: yes. Friend of the pod.
1: Okay. Special thanks. thanks for... <laughs>
2: Special thanks for you everyone did. for listening to our delayed lag. Um, the airport announcement <laughs> podcast this week with our tip Baby. spot, Sherry Vine. And make yes. sure to check out the Sherry Vine variety show on OutTV if you're in America and Canada and wherever else she says it is on her fucking social media.
1: That's right. And thank you for all of your questions. And you can send us your questions via email to racechaserpodcast at
2: gmail.com. Mm -hmm. thinking of cheating on someone email us we'll tell you how to do it as always we have bonus video content available at patreon.com slash
1: willem and we'll continue to release some of our patreon content from 2019 for free now on youtube so make sure you subscribe to both willem and alaska on
2: youtube hit the bell icon so you can get notifications Mm -hmm. and follow us on instagram at willem at the only alaska 5000 at ray chaser pod and at mom Podcasts. And that link on Instagram at racechaserpod also has lots of
1: resources and places to donate money in support of the Black Lives Matter movement and a link to aapip.org and their resource directory to help combat
2: increased anti-Asian violence. Please get the vaccine, wear a mask Mm -hmm. still. It's cool. And wash your hands, stay safe and healthy. And And we'll be back next week with more piping, shaving, holy